Oh, you're talking to me? All my janky setups with all my cords? Yeah, I mean, the... you've, got, you've got like 67 cords and there's like, everything is cordless now. All of those cords like... are what ensure the audio quality from my end. Yeah, he, he records 67 different tracks. Yeah, <laughs> because, it, because if I were to go up to two more above that, it would be the number would be too powerful and it would destroy the universe. <laughs> but it would make it well, sound his... nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, with his with his sixty seven, my one, Tim's one, we get a pretty nice soundtrack. <laughs> nice. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, Siri, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the Siri. intro. <laughs> no, Siri, no. <laughs> well, I'm glad we have the intro now because I was worried. Welcome to the Part-Time Podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm joined by my full-time friends, Tim. Hey, how's it going? And Addison. Addison! <laughs> we're, uh, you're bringing that strong bad flavor this week. Uh, we're on episode 16, um, and we're recording on February 22nd, 2020, the year of our Lord, even Tim's Lord. Your Lord. Um, it's not right. my Lord. How many times do we have to have this discussion? Yeah. That's right. The Lord, <laughs> the popular pop singer, Lord. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you are joining us for the first time this week, uh, each week we invite you into our 20-year friendship as we discuss stories from across the internet that we find interesting, and we hope you will too. Um, you might laugh, you could possibly cry, and you will definitely wonder why Addison doesn't like to pee into toilets. <laughs> <laughs> or why he has a small bladder. <laughs> I had I actually had to change the intro because too many people were texting me uh why I was and asking me why I was peeing in the garage. Yeah. And uh they were starting to ask me those questions in public and it was inappropriate. <laughs> because it was in front of your wife who also yeah. might wanna ask you why you're peeing in the garage. Yeah. So it's not that it was inappropriate, it's that you were gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I just don't want anybody else to find out the good news and like start blowing up my spot and like then there's gonna be a line and it's just gonna take away from the beauty and serenity of of my habits. I will say that as long as we've been doing this since October, that is one hundred percent the first question everyone has asked me who's listened to this podcast is why does Addison pee in his garage? Listen, and if they have to ask, then they obviously don't know. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. And I have no good answer for them. I say, keep listening. We're going to find out together. <laughs> it probably has something to do with drone strikes. I don't know. Well, I've, I've got a juicy little nugget here I'd like to share with you guys. A little, a little nuggy nug? I, I like
like to get a little political now and then, and I found this beautiful song. Um, I think it's written by Brian Lewis, possibly. Okay. Yeah, Brian Lewis. Is he famous? The country. Um, I don't know. His picture looks like he was in Half Life Two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but he's he's a country singer and he sings a song titled I think my dog's a democrat. Great. Um I'll give it a little country twang for you guys. <laughs> Please do. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, I think my dog's a democrat and it breaks my heart to have to say an ugly thing like that. <laughs> but there's a big old pile of evidence that all points towards the facts. I pay for all his health care. And I buy everything he eats. I provide him with a place to live just to keep him off the streets. But he acts all entitled. Even tried to unionize the cat. <laughs> yeah, I think my dog's a Democrat. <laughs> He's a Democrat he in the streets and a dog in the sheets. <laughs> I just want to know, like, did he walk into a union meeting with the cat, or like, what what exactly went down that he was unionizing the cat? I think it's the euthanizing. Been... <laughs> he chewed up the Constitution that I keep on display, oh, and every time Benghazi's on TV, he looks the other way. I know he's a liberal, even if he won't admit it. He pooped on my living room rug and tried to tell me George Bush did it. <laughs> George Bush always coming to your house, taking dumps on your rug, <laughs> painting pictures in his tub. <laughs> he, he ain't got no papers. And what really gets my goat is if he could find a way to write it down. Well, I know they let him vote. <laughs> sure, we've had some good times and he's been fun all around. But if he ever barks about my right to bear arms, I'm going to have to put him down. Oh, wow. There it is. <laughs> There's the kicker. Jesus. <laughs> is that like, is that the end of the song? Like, there, there's a little bit more. He goes into the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he talking about how they're chopping bodies and putting them <laughs> in the hamburgers? Look it up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, I don't know if if this is satire because he seems pretty genuine and the film the actual music video he's like clearly lives out in the middle of nowhere where you wouldn't be able to see someone else's house for ever yeah where someone couldn't find a body is what you're saying yeah, <laughs> yeah. a dog's dog's body yeah or a democrat who keeps the constitution <laughs> on display um, um you I don't? know a few people, <laughs> <laughs> crazy people, but you know. I mean, I could I could Google that at any time if I ever needed to know. But yeah, like... it's in your pocket at all times, <laughs> right over my heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least your brain. <laughs> uh, wasn't there several times during um like the impeachment trial that somebody pulled out like a small pocket constitution i re i remember those guys who took over the um at first they like tried to impede some sort of like cattle migration in texas and then they moved they live here in oregon but then they took over like a wildlife preserve oh do you remember um, this yeah 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 i'm trying uh, to remember their names Dang it. 
I can't remember their names, but yeah, they like took over a small bit of land and was like keeping the government off of it. And they like ran out of food really quickly. <laughs> so they were asking like fellow Republicans and conservatives to mail in supplies for them. And so people took the opportunity to mail in dildos. Yeah, I, I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, bun- probably- the Bundys. The Bundy, yeah, Ammon yeah. Bundy and Bundy, uh, the whole rest of the Bundy clan. Um, oh yeah, yeah, they're 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 big, uh, rural family out here. Um, we're all very ashamed. <laughs> I wonder how many of them have killed their dogs because they're Democrats. Well, I remember Jeez. they they I don't remember which Bundy it was, or if it was a Bundy, but it was someone who was like supporting them, and he. Um, was filming himself in the car and he took out his pocket constitution and he was reading it and he was crying and he was filming this video as if it may be the last thing he ever filmed as if he was going to go out in a blaze of glory. Uh, he, and he compared himself to a certain um, fictitious scriptural captain. Um, and yeah, it was intense. It might still be on YouTube. But he basically was like saying goodbye to his family because he's like, I'm going to defend my constitution so hard that I might die. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So those are the kind of people who have the constitution on their wall, I bet. <laughs> Probably like uh, painted on some piece of reclaimed wood. Yeah. With the live, laugh, love right above it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also like how in this song, it sounds like he has personal experience with Democrats coming into shitting on his lawn, <laughs> which might be like oh the impetus for the song. <laughs> I think that Democrat was me. I've been going to this guy's house for years and shitting <laughs> on his lawn. And one time I shit in his living room. <laughs> it's poop again. <laughs> I want to get you Democrats. You're all going to die. <laughs> Now I just see this guy like wearing tidy whities and boots. <laughs> like... <laughs> Work boots. Yeah. I mean, he might be. He lives out in the country, so who knows? You could yeah, do anything right. out There's... there. Ain't no laws. I'm I'm glad that I now personally don't have to listen to the song, but if it ever came up, I could sing the lyrics <laughs> to blend into the crowd. Because I'm sure if that song's playing, I've probably stepped a couple blocks too far into the bad neighborhood. yeah it's it's less uh like what banjo music is uh well no there's banjo music in portland it's very popular with the hipsters well banjo music here is more like mumford and sons yeah 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 Yeah. edward sharp and the magnetic zeros yeah and the the (laughs) that daniel ratcliffe guy um not the one from harry potter but the one from the night sweats Mm-hmm. The Night Sweats? Yeah. His name's like Nathaniel Radcliffe in the Night Sweats. Oh, is he related to Daniel Radcliffe? No. They're cousins. I just man. thought his name was Daniel at first, but now I know it's Nathaniel. <laughs> Pretty close, though. Yeah. Dan Thaniel. Oh. <laughs> uh, Daniel Radcliffe would probably be in a band called The Night Sweats. Oh, yeah. He's been, he's been in some wild movies. Have you... You guys seen any of his like weirder movies like um Swiss like Army Man horns. or Horns? Yeah. 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 He's got another weird one coming out soon. Oh, where they they like drill the guns into his hands? Yeah. Guns oh, yeah. Akimbo. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited for that one. Not even <laughs> I, not like completely unironically. That one's been teased for like three years now. Yeah. I'm surprised it's taken this long. Well, I mean, he had to have that expensive, complicated gun hand surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the several surgeries afterwards to repair it. Yeah. So, that's true. They hired yeah. they had to hire the surgeon who um switched John Travolta and um Nicolas Cage's face. <laughs> face off. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most Nicolas Cage movies are at least a movie you can watch with your eyes. I wonder how much it would cost for him to do the intro for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. That would be wild. This is a good idea. Yeah, let's note, note it down. What's our intern's name? Mark? Uh, Mark. Mark. Uh, Mark, make Mark. A note of this. Mark, get, it, get in here, Mark. <laughs> I know you guys are males, and I know all males love World War II. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I I loved World War, at least learning about it, and you know, watching movies about it and everything. Uh, but have you guys ever heard of something called the Holocaust? Um, the what now? <laughs> the I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Holocaust. Yes, of course I've heard of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard of Instagram? Oh, I'm terrified of where this is going. <laughs> now, uh, as we all love to watch World War II movies and learn about World War II. Have you ever thought, you know, I'd like to learn about the Holocaust through the lens of a 13-year-old girl on Instagram? No, not even once. <laughs> well, now you can. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Because um, a group of Jewish, um, I guess, people or whatever. I, I mean, don't know yes, what they're they are people, Addison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what their organization, organization is called, but uh, they decided to tell the story of a girl named Ava who uh, was a Jew in World War II and got sent to the ghettos and eventually Auschwitz. Um, but they decided to tell the whole story as if she um, was a 13-year-old girl with an iPhone through Instagram stories. Oh, no. What? Are, are they, like, historical photos, or are they, like, staging photos? No, it's like, you know, as if it was 1944, and she has an iPhone, and she's taking pictures with her friends. Making um, vines and TikToks? Yeah, making vines and posting emojis to her stories and saying, like, Oh, these Nazis, they're real jerks, sad face. What? This seems, <laughs> you know, I'm not Jewish, so I mean, maybe my vote doesn't count here, but like, this seems like maybe in poor taste, question mark? <laughs> A little bit? Like, maybe? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, um, it's called Ava's Instagram. It's based on a diary kept by the real Ava Heyman in 1944. In 70 short episodes, Ava takes followers along her Holocaust journey. Did you say happy... 70 short episodes? Yeah, because those things are like, you know, 10 seconds long or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, it's an Instagram story, Instagram account. And it's, uh, it's a happy bourge- bourgeois, I can't pronounce this word. Bourgeois. Bourgeois. Is that French? Uh, I don't know. 
Okay, well, it's a happy bouge, bourgeoise pre-war existence interrupted by the Nazi invasion of her hometown in what was then Hungary. Oh, yeah, she goes into how mean they are and, like, posts Instagram stories. Um, For example, she um, goes to her grandfather's um, pharmacy, and the Nazis show up, and the whole time she's, of course... Uh, this is all through the lens of her, you know, iPhone. Yeah. And so the Nazis come in and they uh, they take control of the pharmacy uh, and they kick the, the Jewish family out of there. And the whole time she's like, this is sad. Is she live streaming? Yeah, like live streaming and like does selfies and takes pictures of her grandfather like sobbing. In Instagram filters. Oh what? my gosh! Okay, <laughs> like uh, I don't, I don't remember what the name of this organization is, and like I'm just gonna like speak to them for a moment. Like, like I get it, guys. I get what you're doing here. I get it. It's not great. Yeah. Okay, that that's all I wanted to say. I I, I think. <laughs> uh, let me just add, like you done fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, my, so my only, um, qualifications for my opinion here is I've been to the Holocaust Museum once in DC. Uh, so, um, that was real sad. And this doesn't really seem like in the same vein as that. Oh, no. (laughs) This seems more like, uh, something the onion would do, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's Um, a very good, uh, and that's not great unless the onion's doing it. Because they've earned yeah. it, and I don't think these people have earned this. Right. Um, a storm of criticism has emerged in Israel over the so-called selfie culture and of its visual language, replete with hashtags, stickers, and emojis to try and convey the horrors of the Holocaust. Oh, they didn't get those hashtags six... koshered. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. Uh, the, they, they didn't appreciate the different hashtags, stickers, and emojis when trying to convey the horrors of the Holocaust. uh I wonder why. Yeah. Online, some Israelis have accused the producers of trivializing and cheapening the Holocaust, calling the Instagram version an insult to the intelligence of today's young people. I mean, I've met some young people. I I don't know. Yeah, no, I I don't (laughs) know how much I would trust a 13-year-old with, like, the Holocaust Museum in D.C. Yeah. But I would never expose someone to an Instagram version of the Holocaust and hope that they, you know, got it because it was on their level. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm speaking from a place of like, I work in the design industry and knowing how these apps are designed and like the psychology that goes into what makes you interact with them. Like Mm -hmm. they're, they're preying on patterns of, of people who are, um, they're, they're using Instagram because you can quickly scroll through pictures and videos and you know, you're not going to have to invest more than 15 seconds into something. Um, yeah. and this subject matter requires a lot more than that. And I feel oh, yeah. like you can feel gratification for having interacted with something like this and being like, Oh, I did my part. Like I'm woke now. And you only spent yeah. 15 seconds doing it. And then you're never yeah. you're never never gonna think about it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the whole point is to keep you scrolling. So, 
I yeah. I agree that it's trivializing it. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're interested in learning uh, less about the Holocaust <laughs> and trivializing it, go ahead and check out Ava Heyman on Instagram. You it takes about 20, 30 minutes to get through the whole story, and you'll see how horribly offensive this is. <laughs> so this is still up now? Oh, I'm pretty sure. It's been when up I since wrote... 19, the 1940s, Tim. <laughs> yeah, come oh, on. Oh, my bad. <laughs> she, had, she had an iPhone this entire time. <laughs> I just um, want to know, like, I, I want to be a fly on the wall in, like, the room where this was, like, where this idea was come up with and, like, how it got signed off. I, I want to know that I process. don't think there was sign off. Well, yeah, obviously there were the people I, who did it. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, it's wild. Yeah. Well. Yep, it's still, it's still up. It's Ava.Stories. Um, they have, they only made eighteen posts, but they have one point four million followers. Wow. They follow nobody else. <laughs> Jeez, man, it, yeah. it's a curiosity, and like my my interest is peaked to the point where like I might look at a post or two, but I don't know. Like, cool idea, guys, I guess, but <laughs> uh, I think you kind of deserve the heat you're getting for it. Yeah, A for effort and a negative infinity F for execution. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of uh, dystopias, um, I've, got a, I've got a book review here for the book 19, 1984 that I think would be fun to read. That's oh, a very yeah. current, modern topic. So let's, yeah, let's get Amazon book review um, that someone left for um, the book 1984. The title is, (laughs) this is a, well, I will, I'll read this and then you tell me how many stars you think this got. Okay. Um, All right. Not a helpful history book at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I was doing a research paper on the year 1984 and according to my teacher, none of this actually happened. I got a flippin' F. <laughs> Last time I ever re- read a history book by this Orwell scrub, he doesn't know a thing about the 80s. Not <laughs> once did he mention Def Leppard or Karma Chameleon. <laughs> I gave my copy to a donkey. He said it was about communism. Ass. <laughs> That's the whole review. Oh man, that's that's funny. Um, I'm I'm how did, how, I'm gonna go. Out I want to know read. how you found this review. Were you looking to read 1984 and you were like, I better read the reviews on this book to make sure it's the right version. <laughs> I don't want to get the history version. <laughs> uh, no, I had previously read it, um, and then I use Goodreads to like organize my books and stuff, and so they suggested like someone else who had read it, they're like, you should connect with this person. And then it like gave some reviews and I was like, Oh, I wonder what other people have to say. And then it led me down this dark rabbit hole of looking at 1984 (laughs) reviews. (laughs) One of the replies to this review says, um, I had the same problem, but with 2001, a space odyssey by Arthur Clarke, 
There was nothing about Britney Spears or South Park in it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine, though, if you're reading this and you just completely expect it to be a historical thing about 1984? I mean, you'd be so confused. (laughs) Like, does this person have any memory of history or pop culture at all? (laughs) Uh, I mean, they have enough sense to go look at wikipedia to see what was popular in the 80s but uh i oh so this reminds me i had a class uh in college called critical thinking and Mm -hmm. um at the end of the semester we had to do like an argument piece you had to like present it in front of the class right so there's this girl um or this person who identifies as a girl uh, gets up and uh, <laughs> she gives this argument about why Harry Potter is is evil. It's it's witchcraft, right? Right. Um, and at the end, you have to cite your source or at least your main source. And she oh, cites no. an Onion article. Oh um, no! And wow. she did not know that this Onion article was satire because she grew up in a small town and was never exposed to the Onion or probably the internet. It sounds like, um, <laughs> and the look oh on the look on the teacher's face was just like uh, pure horror, and she gave her an F on the spot. <laughs> At least there was some justice there. Yeah. And... At first, I thought you were going to say that her source was the Bible. Oh, no. Because uh, the Bible <laughs> definitely is against witchcraft and wizardry. Um, but then <laughs> you came out with the onion, and I don't know which one would be a better source in this situation. Yeah. At least one of them is a New York Times bestseller. So. <laughs> <laughs> some advice i gotta ask you guys okay this is coming from slate's how to do it like um the like what kind of it it uh how to do like anything really i think i mean it might be a little too on the nose in this example but i think it's anything okay you can ask slate and they'll tell you how to navigate this but i want to know uh your guys's opinion on how to navigate this okay um My wife and I have been in an open marriage for five years. On the whole, our relationship has been uncommonly open and supportive. We both strive to encourage one another to explore and even playfully push the limits, romantically and sexually. For as long as I have known her, my wife has been interested in incest roleplay. While it isn't my cup of tea exactly, I've been willing and happy happy to support her in the experience exploration of this kind of fantasy and roleplay. Often, she will have me dress up as her father, wear his cologne, etc., while she will wear her high school clothes. Okay. Rec- I, <laughs> uh, I'm, my, I'm grimacing right now. You can't see it, but my face is... Uh, it looks very stern. I, I'm uncomfortable. Uh. I'm just gonna say that right now. Is it because you have a boner in your jeans? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I'd have to be wearing jeans first. (laughs) Recently, though, things have started to move in an uncomfortable direction for me. My wife is very close with her older brother, who is also bi, and with whom we often speak very openly about sex and sexuality. 
A few nights ago, after a few drinks, my wife got to talking fairly explicitly about some of the family role-playing that she and I are into, and her brother, who I thought would be kind of horrified, was not only entirely supportive, but vaguely expressed interest in exploring this kink with us. What? When we got home... (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is going on in this family? (laughs) My god. Oh my god. When we got home, I expected my wife to make it clear that her brother ever joining us in the bedroom was entirely off the table, but instead, she seemed to think it was a really good idea. In principle, I don't have a problem with the idea. While, like I said, I'm not into the incest element of my wife's fantasy, I am happy to play along if it makes her and him happy. My wife and I have also enjoyed group sex, so that's, that isn't the problem either. I guess at, at bottom, I am just worried about how this will affect my relationship with my brother-in-law. Is there a way for me to make this happen without it getting weird? No. No, it's, it's always going to be very weird. Absolutely not. No. This isn't even a hard question. It's, it's no. <laughs> the only way what? that it won't be weird is if you follow through with it and then you move to China, get the Wuhan coronavirus and die. <laughs> what, what I find most interesting is he is worried about how this could affect his relationship with his brother-in-law. Right. right. yeah there's obviously like a completely different relationship dynamic that he should be focusing on yeah it should be the one with his therapist because this is (laughs) fucked up so anyway uh how can i have sex with my therapist (laughs) (laughs) his therapist is gonna need a therapist (laughs) i think i need contact uh, therapy from having like contact with this uh question God, I, I mean, what would you do if your if your wife or significant other asked you to dress up as her father, wear his cologne, and she's going to wear her quote-unquote high school clothes? What, what do you say to that? I, ne- I need to know right now, because after <laughs> this, I, I, ha- I need to have an answer. <laughs> oh, oh, because this is Amanda. No! No! <laughs> <laughs> uh what would i say to that um i think i I don't know if i have words yet like i'm still processing like i think i would just sit on the couch with my hands folded like or not folded but like together like um you know like how you're praying you know and i like put that in front of my mouth and be bouncing that you know on my nose yeah thinking pushing your fingers really hard into your temple yeah like oh god (laughs) Yeah. I, I just want to know, like, there the lead up to this, like, they've been in this open relationship for five years, and like, what else has gone down that like this is the kink that they're like tuned at this point? Like, yeah, this couple is wild. Yeah, they're definitely doing some weird stuff. I mean, he said that they've enjoyed group sex, so that's not a problem. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I guess this is where he. He decides, like, oh, that we've gone too far. Is <laughs> yeah, bringing in your brother? But he hasn't so, ju- so judgmental. He hasn't 
decided that yet, obviously, because he's <laughs> looking for advice. Yeah. He's still... Well, yeah, he's looking for advice. He doesn't want to ruin the relationship with his brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, how do I not have sex with my brother-in-law? Is basically what he's asking. <laughs> <laughs> But he's like into it like to the point that he's like trying, he's looking for advice to convince him not to do it when he yeah. really just wants to do this. Honestly, though, there's like no answer to this question that either doesn't make you sound like a total sex perv or doesn't end in immediate divorce. Right? Like there's no, there, those are the only two outcomes of this scenario. It's either that, or you could just completely uh, pretend like nothing was ever said, and then they just have sex together anyway, and you're left out of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Could you imagine having to explain to your friends that you haven't seen in a few years, like, oh, how's the wife? Oh, well, uh, we, had, <laughs> we had to get a divorce. Oh, man, that's too bad. What happened? I didn't want to have sex with her brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I moved three trailers away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's as far as i could get with the money i had um <laughs> yeah this i i feel sad now <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that, yeah that family dynamic man please if you're listening to this and you wrote that article or you asked that question Go see a therapist, like, tomorrow. Yeah. Like, immediately figure your life out, because you done fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should have said no a long time ago, <laughs> and you're in too deep now. You just need to cut all ties, start right. over, change your name, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Right. And that's the first step. I mean, that's a, that's literally the least you can do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Move out of Arkansas. Yeah. Um, if you're yeah if you're that those few listeners in claypool indiana um just just get out of that town man it's a cursed place (laughs) you you gotta come to visalia you know (laughs) we don't have sex with our siblings here where the uh women flow like wine and the oranges grow like the salmon of capistrano (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, I don't. For all for all I know, Claypool could be a lovely place, and we value you as a listener. So, um, yeah, we're having a lot of Keep fun here. But just know these are jokes. Um, yeah. So, uh, imagine all if that's the thing Slate published. Imagine all of the worst things that they get that they don't publish. <laughs> oh man, there was there was a lot of interesting ones that I found, and this is pretty tame. <laughs> that's tame. <laughs> There are some fucked up people in this world. (laughs) I I guess I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but speaking of uh, fucked up people, um, have you guys ever heard of Jimmy Heslovin? No, no, you don't Did know. Did you mispronounce that? Did you mispronounce that last name? Heslovin. <laughs> Jimmy Heslovin. You, you, you guys have never heard of the guy who uh, owned Segway. 
Well, I've heard of Segway. But you never heard but of the never guy who his, owned it. Never his name. I'm surprised his last name wasn't Segway. Right. Um, well, I don't know who invented Segway. Maybe it is named by the guy who has the last name Segway, but uh, he doesn't own Segway. Jimmy Heseldon. Oh, okay. Well, he used to own Segway um, <laughs> because uh, he was riding a Segway around his property and drove it right off a cliff. <laughs> think about this for a second right? I don't, segways don't move quick um, especially back in 2010 when this happened um, mm-hmm. they're, they're not necessarily known for their speed or agility uh, and this guy was driving it around his uh, he was riding the all-terrain version uh, Ooh. testing out the all-terrain version self-balancing feature um and drove it straight off a cliff and uh just think about if you run a segway and your segway was heading towards a cliff and you had the option to jump off of the segway to safety or ride that thing off the cliff to your death uh what would you choose i would i would jump off of it to my life uh that's know, not man. what uh jimmy did <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, he was was he on his own property yeah he was on his own I property think, and he didn't know that there was a cliff in his own property do you not let, do let any me sort of surveying <laughs> let me read you the <laughs> new york times uh snippet here it says uh james w heselden a british businessman who invented a and sold fabrication containers for flood control uh who then owned the company that makes segway uh, he died from plunging from a cliff in West Yorkshire, uh, apparently while touring his property on a Segway. So, oh my God, so he knows the cliff is there. Yeah. He was just oh leisurely touring his property, drove it right off a cliff. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I mean, what a baller way to die, though, I guess. Yeah. And you get to the pearly gates, you're like... What's your accomplishments? I invented the Segway. How'd you die? <laughs> I died on a Segway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he lived on a Segway and died on a Segway. Yeah. <laughs> he died the way he lived. <laughs> <laughs> on a Segway. I mean, does this mean that uh, Elon Musk has to now die in a Tesla? Uh, well, apparently anyone can just die in a Tesla. You can just throw a baseball through the window. <laughs> <laughs> kill who's ever driving <laughs> you could probably oh, no. throw a segway through the window actually this guy probably would have driven his segway through a tesla and just killed himself <laughs> it's like that scene in austin powers where that guy was standing like a hundred yards away from that steamroller oh, steam and he just stands there until, until it rolls him over that's the equivalent of what this man did but with a segway and a cliff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, nobody would ever commit suicide on a Segway. I mean, social suicide, for sure. <laughs> I like it when there's those, like, Segway tours you can do in, like, bigger towns, and they make everybody wear a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're two inches off the ground, and so that might well, cause some lasting brain damage. It's not for safety. It's for an- anonymity. It's so that people <laughs> won't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> uh i got another one for you guys uh this is when i found a um 
a little while ago. I've been wanting to talk about it, but it just, you know, never came up organically. So I'm now just going to force it to happen. This is from a website called Jezebel, which is a supposedly feminist website, according to its tagline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is about an Instagram account called Metaphysical Megan. The title of this is called uh, Sunbathe Your Asshole, comma, for Wellness. It uh, checks out. <laughs> yeah, and I'll go ahead and drop this picture in chat here for you guys. No, please don't. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I put that in chat. This is what she posted to Instagram. Oh um, it's her laying on a the back of a rock on her back. Uh, with legs spread in the air, completely in the nude. The only thing that she has uh, is a scrunchie or something on her arm. Um, yeah. And the the comment that goes with this that she put says uh, she's perineum sunning. Um, and for the past few weeks, I have included sunning my bum and yoni into my daily rising routine. <laughs> yoni. <laughs> <laughs> Many of you have been asking about the benefits of this practice. Uh, so buckle in. Uh, it says 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole is the equivalent of a full day of sunlight with your clothes on. <laughs> a little lightning bolt emoji. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know where she's getting her math from, but I mean, sure. Uh, it says this is an ancient Taoist practice that has been around for a while. Things I've noticed personally in my reality since I've implemented this um, surges of energy almost immediately <laughs> so you know <laughs> let go of that coffee cup in the morning and just sun your asshole <laughs> oh my god um oh, where was i at her her face in this picture looks extremely red <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like she's probably been on this rock for a long time <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, um i don't know like how true this claim might be um so i understand we have like photoreceptors in our skin or whatever to collect sunlight to synthesize help us synthesize vitamin d yeah that's all fine and good i have a very hard time believing that we have an extra amount um on our bum and yonis (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the like, most logical place for like ev- evolution. Ev- it evolved. Evolutionarily speaking. Yeah, it evolved I don't think... to this. <laughs> you, you don't think cavemen are out there just eating paleo and sunning their perineums? I mean, they might have. I mean, she says this is a very old practice. And <laughs> By ta- the usually... Taoists. Yeah, it's been around <laughs> yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh just be I, I don't know what to say <laughs> okay it's not it's not let me let me break it down for you 30 okay. seconds of sunlight on the perineum is equivalent to being right. in the sun all day with your clothes on all day with the clothes on yeah okay is that short sleeve with shorts or is this like long sleeves and pants it's all, day, it's all day with clothes on i mean i don't understand why it's so hard <laughs> yeah what aren't you getting if, if you're indoors in your office all day you don't have time to get in that sun so just get outside for 30 seconds. Maybe on like your lunch break or something. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely on your lunch break at your office, just in the, in the parking lot, go out there, strip down fully nude and get that butthole out. 
Right. I mean, okay. let, me, let me read you some more of these benefits. It it brings in prana or solar energy for those of you who <laughs> are in the know. Uh, what? <laughs> from the sun into your organs, with uh, which the body uses to strengthen them. Um, oh perineum God. sunning prevents against the leakage of chi or life force energy from your body. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> these people. It, which in turns increases your creativity and creative output. You know, that's important, especially for <laughs> right. people in my field of work. Um, it aids in healthy libido and balanced sexual energy for when, you know, you just need to stick it to your brother-in-law and your wife. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it regulates the circadian rhythm and promotes deeper sleep. Oh, I have a hard time believing that. It, it grounds and connects you to the earth. Why? It, it, it this this is I feel like this is an important one. Uh it increases your personal magnetism. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh so a perineum for those who haven't taken anatomy is literally your gooch. <laughs> it's the, yeah. <laughs> it's what these fancy science nerds call a gooch. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I could imagine me having a really tan, like vibrant, supple gooch, that would definitely like bring a lot of confidence to me. Yeah. But I don't see how it would help me sleep necessarily. Well, with all that extra confidence, you're going to sleep better <laughs> knowing that you have this beautifully tan gooch. Yeah. Well, okay. So 30, 30 seconds is just for starters, right? So like, right. like when you work up to her level, I mean, she says she starts her day with five minutes of perineum setting to feel energized for hours. She doesn't even rely oh. on coffee for energy to start her day because she's getting her energy from the sun. It's, it's like getting a coffee enema, but from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Just, my god. If if 30 seconds of it is like being in the sun all day with your clothes on, like imagine 5 minutes. That's like blasting your core at, you know, 24-hour fitness like for 2 days straight. Oh man, I just go to 24-hour fitness to blast my cash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could I could see like if I went out for 5 minutes in my backyard and started sunning my gooch, I would feel so empowered of how stupid i am <laughs> that like i would be able to make uh really dumb decisions and feel really confident about them yeah well i wonder if at any point during her decision to start doing this like did she is there like a did she try not doing this first <laughs> or like just spent a whole lifetime not doing outside? it i mean yeah. but like there's like a build-up to this like where where do you like make that switch from like oh I'm gonna be a nudist or be outside to now I'm gonna lay on my back spread eagle with my feet up in the air yeah couldn't you just couldn't you just like buy a t tanning bed and do this <laughs> no, no you don't you don't get it <laughs> it's, it's the just sun. Like one, just get like one tanning light bulb you don't even need the whole bed just shove it up your ass it probably <laughs> even better. Uh, so she would highly recommend this to anyone who's seeking optimal health and wellness and is looking to connect with their sexual energy in a balanced way. Um, the main advice that she has for any of our listeners who want to start this practice, um, it's meant to be done in the times of 30 seconds, uh, but max, absolutely max five minutes. I will find you if you do this for longer than five minutes <laughs> in the sun. 
Um, we won't have to find them because they'll explode. Yeah, but we'll know you did it for too long because the intention of this is not to tan your butthole. Right. There's a disclaimer at the end of this. It says the intention is not to, da- to, to tan your butthole. So if your butthole is tan, you did it too long. Okay? Yeah. You, you messed up. All your chi leaked out. Actually, it probably shriveled up from all the sun and vitamin D you got. <laughs> so way to go. Try, try getting your chi back first. Um, and also sunscreen is not required. And all you really need is 30 seconds of sun exposure. Um, I can't wait. For five years from now down the road to find out she's got gooch cancer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, apparently um, uh, the ideal hours of the day to do this are between 7 and 9 a.m. What? Why? Uh, it's just <laughs> what it says. Uh, <laughs> the sun doesn't change. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure these are the first times these uh, this particular hashtag has ever been used on Instagram. So this is a oh pioneering boy. moment. Uh, hashtag butthole sunning. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. That's the full story. According to metaphysical Megan. Um, don't let your cheek run out your, uh, don't let your chi leak out your butt. Uh, get yeah, some sun definitely. on it. <laughs> yeah. Cauterize that chi. Uh, I guess don't knock it till you try it. But, um, um, my chi. I've never had a problem with my chi leaking, so I think I'm gonna s- stick with having my clothes on from seven to nine a.m. <laughs> One of these days, I'm gonna go to <laughs> Thailand or whatever, wherever Taoists are most concentrated. Thailand, and I'm. Is it? <laughs> it's not a real place. No, isn't that, that where Taoists from? <laughs> yeah, it's where, yeah, it's where yeah, Taoists Taiwanese. From. Yeah, isn't Taoism is like Thailand, right? Taoisms uh, are, are like uh, I don't even know if it's really considered a religion, but it's like Buddhism, but like more esoteric. Yeah, I think it's like uh, a Chinese practice. All right, well, we see what where that got them. If you huh? weren't such a racist xenophobe, you'd know any of this, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I've been to more countries than you guys have been in your life. <laughs> I've jerked off in more Home Depots than in all of you. <laughs> <laughs> so i i had these these uh roommates uh maybe eight years ago who were brothers and their grandpa lived in salt lake and okay. uh he was a pretty hardcore old guy like <laughs> okay like he was like that like gritty kind of cowboy kind of old guy he's like quickly down under yeah, <laughs> and uh, he about three times a week would just randomly take his shirt off and walk out onto the back porch, yeah, and and just be there shirtless for about two minutes. And okay. when asked about this, he would say he's getting his vitamin D. Oh, okay. So he's on I, his. I mean, I think he's just like a, a stone's throw away from like being out there, spread eagle <laughs> on his back porch, tanning his gooch. That's that's not as bad as where I thought this was going. I thought you were gonna say he was like out there sunning his pee hole or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I don't know what he thought he was accomplishing in doing this, but it was. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny because he would do it when he would come and visit in in Bakersfield where we were living. Um, just randomly, he would just get up and walk outside. And, <laughs> oh. 
Take what a fun, sexy fight. time you had. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably peeping on the neighbors or something. Yeah. It's a signal of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Pull, pulling his penis out of his pants, but like through the zipper. <laughs> As opposed to what else, Addison? <laughs> like, like unbuttoning your pants and pulling them down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait a second, Tim. How do you pee? Uh, well, with my pants all the way at my ankles, of course. <laughs> uh, you guys ready for a thought experiment? That's all I'm ever ready for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Daddy. Well, well great. Uh, put put your diapers on and let's crinkle our way over here. <laughs> So this week, um, your money will double every day, all right? Oh, God. So every day, no matter what you do, you don't have to do anything. Your money's just going to double, right? Nice. Yes. Um, But you always expand to fill the space uh, wherever you are. So whatever whatever room you're in, you're just going to expand to fill the entire space. Wait, what if I'm outdoors? <laughs> you got to get do indoors I... pretty quick. <laughs> fill the entire, like, known universe? <laughs> if you're all, yeah, I don't imagine it's instantly. It's just, like, if you stay there oh. long enough, you will eventually, like, become the entire space of the room. Okay. okay. So, like, a long plane ride, you're going to fill up that whole thing. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Mm. Or, uh, you, every time you open your mouth, bees come out. <laughs> like that movie, The Candyman? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, what if I'm wearing a astronaut's uniform at all times? Because I can definitely afford one. Yeah. Do, uh, do I just fill that environment? Mm, I would say what... Like the clothes you're wearing, or like if you're wearing a suit, like a containment style suit or whatever, like I don't think that counts as like being in a space. Would so it'd be more like the Hulk, where like my clothes get ripped, but I don't ever go nude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. No, it's more like the Incredibles, where your clothes are going to expand with you. Right. Uh... Yeah, it's more like that one. Yeah. Okay. Like Mrs. Incredible. Right. Oh, jeez, man. Uh, now I'm just frick. thinking about Mrs. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, how do you stop? <laughs> yeah. She's got those childbearing hips. So thick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm surprised none of you picked that for your cartoon character one. Because <laughs> that would have been my choice. Gross. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm imagining... Remember when we were playing the forest and spoiler for anyone who ever wants to play that game uh, at the end when we found that lab and there's like that one room where like the whole thing filled up up to the glass. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining like that is eventually what will happen to you if you stay in any space too long. So that adds like another layer to it where you constantly have to be moving. Yeah, Yeah. it's like it follows, but like it's more like you move. Ooh. Hmm. 
man, how I mean, if I fill my whole space of like a room, do I die? Because I've I've ran out of oxygen. Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't think so. No, I think uh, you would still be alive. Like you would just have to find a way to get like once you get out of that space, you revert back to what you were, I would imagine. And then you start oh. the process over again. Oh, this is rough. Um, <clears throat> or you could just have find... bees always come out of your mouth. Well, I'm trying to find ways of like beating the the expansion with money and i i'm not <laughs> i'm not coming up with anything <laughs> i guess money doesn't solve all your problems huh. no not not your uh expansion problems and to the the point about the bees though like how many bees are coming out of your mouth like it, a lot like a, a surprising lot. amount I, like every time you open your mouth and bees come out you're like surprised at how many actually came out <laughs> Are they are they flying out like as if they had more space inside me, or are they just like being drooled out? Like, is, does it come <laughs> out of my mouth like water, or do they do they fly out and try to attack me? Um, I I would imagine they like would consider you their hive of sorts, so they wouldn't oh, attack right. you. But I don't yeah. think they do your bidding either. Mm. <laughs> I could probably pay them to do something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with all this have money, a beekeeper follow you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I I think I'm gonna have to go. I can't find any way of like working around this this expansion, so I'm gonna have to go bees. Bees. And with all this, yeah, with bees for sure. And with all this money, I'm gonna get one of those like wheelchairs, like Christopher Hawking's has. Yeah, that's that's his name, right? Darwin Hawking's. No. Are you talking about Stephen Hawking's? Yeah, Stephen Hawking's. <laughs> I know he had somebody's. Somebody's. May he name. rest in pepperonis. <laughs> and then I would just use a speaking spell. I would never have to open my mouth. <laughs> okay. Huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's valid. <laughs> and then if ever anybody ever like got my face, then I would give them a piece of my mind and open my mouth and just have bees spew out at them <laughs> and since i'm their mother i would tell them like hey that's a bear he's trying to take my honey <laughs> this is starting to get very complicated but you have you have a lot of money so i guess it works yeah you yeah can, it's yeah money can buy you happiness then <laughs> yeah it can at least buy you a way to make having bees come out of your mouth bearable <laughs> uh I'm, I'm also gonna pick the bees coming out of my mouth because um Man, I love honey, and if I have all these bees around, I'm gonna be able to get all the honey I I could ever want. Yeah, because honey is just bee puke. Yeah, is it puke? Yeah, I thought it was. Bee, they I puke it, it up. Bee poop. No, it's no, poop. It's puke. Yeah, they bring it home, and then they have a big frat party to celebrate all of the pollen that they just got, and then they're just like puking up all the honey everywhere. Well, no, they all have an eating disorder, so they're bulimic. <laughs> bulimic bees. That's why they're disappearing. <laughs> you get it? They're bulimic. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. So wait, if if it's just bee puke, then why can't vegans eat it? Vegans uh, can't eat honey. It's a, no, it's a it's a it's, it's a byproduct. Animal product. Yeah. Why bees are animals? <laughs> why have why wasn't this the episode? Do do they have mothers? Then yes, okay. I don't I don't know if that's true. I think bees just kind of happen. 
I think you're wildly misinformed about bees, buddy. Well, no, yeah. there's one bee with a giant uh, ass that won't quit, and <laughs> a, a bunch of larvae comes out of it, and then the other bees are just like, I guess we gotta puke on these ones, and then honey comes out. <laughs> it's I, not my fault you've all assigned a gender to the giant bee with the huge ass. <laughs> well, it, it is a queen bee. It's a female. And then all the like drones. Has anyone ever asked? Yes, they they're called biologists. They said, "What's your what's your preferred pronoun be?" And I don't think that question's ever been asked. So, I mean, check. They your all bias. responded Beyonce, and that's why they go by Queen Bee. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's satisfactory enough. I still think it's bullshit that vegans don't eat honey. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Well. This episode has had some a lot of challenging things said in it. Uh, I hope we've all grown as people, um, but we can all rally and unify uh, ourselves uh, on the fact that vegans should be eating honey, and that that yes. is goddamn bullshit. Um, so I'm and, not going to apologize for that. And I think also um, we've we've touched on this a bit tonight, um, but go and see a therapist. Every, all of you, <laughs> any of you who are typing things into the internet, searching for answers, ask those to your therapist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't don't have sex with anybody's brother. No, anybody's brother. Not even hypothetically. Yeah. Wait. So, like, <laughs> no brothers can have sex. No, no, the brothers can have sex, but you can't have sex with the brothers wow getting pretty homophobic there addison <laughs> he said it with a hard r so it's okay <laughs> brothers <laughs> all right well uh we appreciate everyone who's gotten to this far and even those who didn't get this far we appreciate any listening to uh the dumb dumb things that we have to say um they are always said in jest and um you know, we're we're just trying to have a good time here and mostly make each other laugh, but we're glad that we make other people laugh too. Um, to our listeners in Claypool, Indiana, and also from I think it's Selby in the UK. Yeah. Uh hey. Thanks. You we know, see you. Yeah, we see you. Um yeah. we hope that you're real people and not just a VPN. But we're you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hope you're a real person. Yeah. Um if yeah. you're if you are a real person and you actually are from these towns, like email us. Uh I had a daydream that we did a live show in this tiny town of five hundred people <laughs> of Claypool, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole town came to see us. It was great. Hey, so, yeah. Let's make that happen. Um you can email us at pt.podcasters at gmail dot com. Uh and then we'll link um our other social media like Instagram and Twitter in the show notes. And, uh, as always, please send us an email, you know, whatever you want to say, you know, we we're happy to read it. Uh, we'll answer questions, um, send in your own thought experiments, uh, even just offer a compliment. You know, we love, we love to hear from you. Um, and, uh, as always, we appreciate reviews. Uh, please go to Apple podcasts and leave us a five-star review or uh, leave us a comment and it uh, helps the show get better. Definitely. 
we, yeah. we read yeah, those. Map. We watch them. We're looking for them. We, we hear we're you. constantly right. refreshing the pages every day, so it's like we're literally always looking at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have Google <laughs> Alert set up, so as soon as it, it happens, I know. Yeah. Great. Uh, so let's uh, let's end this the same way uh, I've done one week in a row so far. And uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the Part Time Podcast. Uh, my name's Chris, and uh, keep it sleazy. And uh, don't quit your day jobs. If you see a friend, tell a friend. some more anime after this <laughs> what are you watching my hero the foo fighters anime <laughs> foo fighters anime yeah they had that no. that song there goes my hero do they have it on there i don't know i've never <laughs> i don't watch anime do i look like the kind of person who watches anime you look exactly like the kind of person who watches anime <laughs> i watch some anime <laughs>